0: For over 45 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green will give you the kind of person-to-person help and attention that mass-market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane, call us at 301-530-0800, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you.
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500 brought to you by... The Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Pacero. My wonderful co-host Dana Lake will be returning next week. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m., bringing you the latest and greatest related to health and wellness. Today, we're going to be talking with Amber Lynn Beats. She's a Northeast Regional Educator for Garden of Life, and we're going to be discussing different aspects around organic, what organic means, certification, and what organic means for your supplements. Obviously, it's a very popular buzzword, and many people are looking for more organic products in their life, and as people are demanding it, more is actually coming available. It's been a really interesting process, was actually having a conversation with my wife earlier this week, and just sort of looking at the way things have gone over the last 15 or 20 years. I remember living in Boulder, Colorado in the 90s, and it was one of the first places that started having little co-ops and places where you could find organic foods. And remember, you know, making decisions at that point saying, well, geez, I guess if we keep buying it, hopefully it'll be more widely available. And now you fast forward 20 some years and here I live on the East Coast in a, you know, relatively conservative area. It's not like it's all the way out in California or the West Coast where things are a little bit more liberal, but I can still go to any one of the major grocery stores near me and find an entire section of really fantastic organic foods you can go out to restaurants and find organic offerings you can be walking through an airport stop into a little snack shop to buy water and find options for organic products uh, non-gmo labeled products it's really been quite a progression and the beauty of it is is that it's something that we did as consumers because we voted with our wallets it was a choice it wasn't mandated it wasn't something that the food industry had to do and it wasn't something that the food industry wanted to do by any means because it tends to be more expensive but as they watched people make choices to purchase other products they realized that they were losing market share and it was going to be important for them to start offering So people do get very frustrated with the big conglomerations of food industry and corporate America and all of these types of things. And I agree that it is oftentimes centered around profits and not good decisions for our health and the generations uh, that are to come and the health of our planet. But we do live in a society that's driven through a capitalistic model. And one way that you can shift that model is through your choices. And it's been an amazing shift to watch over the last 20 years the amazing amount of new types of ingredients and the availability of organic foods, the supporting of organic farmers, the development of organic farms, and I'm sure we've made an impact in the world by being able to um, create this type of change. So it's it's very exciting to see it. And today we're going to be talking about organic, and you're going to get a few lessons about organic. I mean, you see those words certified organic, and it does mean certain things. So the USDA has an organic certification, and there's other smaller third-party organic certifications. And sometimes something because something says organic, you need to understand some of the nuances of the labeling to really fully understand what you're getting. Now that's going to relate to foods, but it also relates to the vitamins and nutrients that you take because certain companies will label their products as organic when you're looking at a supplement. And that's where Amber comes in because Amber works for one of the companies that produces probably the most extensive line of certified organic supplements. So she's going to help us understand what it means when organic is on a supplement label and sort of take us through this conversation. So Amber Lynn Vietz is a certified uh, nutritionist in integrative nutrition and also brings her training in Ayurvedic medicine to the team at Garden of Life. Since early childhood, she has been fascinated with the power of foods, herbs, and dietary supplements to optimize health. And after earning a BA in economics and Russian, she went on to pursue this passion. For 16 years, she has both worked in product retail and maintained her own wellness practice, often working with doctors and alternative medical professionals promoting optimal health inside and out. In the last several years, she has reached a wider audience as a freelance writer for several natural health publications, educating retailers and consumers alike on what quality really means in both foods and products. Amber is excited to be a member of the Garden of Life education team and continue the mission of empowering extraordinary health. So, Amber, thanks for taking the time to be on the show with us today.
2: Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. I, I love that you talked a lot about food and voting with your wallet first, and that, that's really where it starts.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, these kinds of policy changes in this sort of country, I mean, you know, in other countries that tend to be a little bit more progressive in in Europe, they have stricter standards on what they can feed animals. You know, other countries have banned antibiotic use in animals long ago. We still use it widely in this country. You know, we tend to in this country because of the way our political system is set up, special interest groups that have a lot of money have a very strong influence on the political decisions that are made. In other countries that are you know, not economically as successful as we are, but look at other ways of judging their success, basically don't allow the special interests to have such impact on policy. So in this country, the only way to make really big changes and to drive consumer change is to really vote with your wallet because that's ultimately what the industries will follow. And that's ultimately the pattern that we've seen as large corporations like General Mills are producing organic products, non-GMO products, advertising these types of things, natural ingredients, taking the artificial flavors out of their breakfast cereals, uh, you know, touting no antibiotics in their dairy products. Um, you know, the list goes on and on. You see it every single place. I mean, the big chemical companies with their cleaning fluids are now, you know, offering natural ones. I mean, you see it everywhere you look in the grocery store. And that happened because we, us, the collective people that wanted change, demanded change by buying the things that we felt we believed in. And it took time, as all things do, but it, it created a watershed shift in starting to, at least, in, in what's available.
2: Absolutely it is, and yet um, even in that we have to be, we have to make ourselves so aware as consumers what it means. And I still get duped sometimes when it really irritates me, but, you know, food and supplements are probably the better regulated uh, industries. When you get into cosmetics and cleaning fluids, like you said, they can still kind of say anything they want, and it's really up to us to really research that. The Environmental Working Group is a great Resource for cleaning products and cosmetics, anything that goes on your skin. Um, looking at the ingredients that are in it and rating them on their toxicity levels, and you'll be surprised. A lot of things that say natural, say healthy, say environmentally friendly are still relatively toxic. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's really up to us to keep looking at what is in our environment, our very very you know intimate environment. The things we put on our bodies is. As important, some people say even more important than what you eat. Yeah, I mean... And our you sk- can through your skin very easily. Yeah, our
1: skin, you know, its a has a huge absorptive capability. We know that. I mean, many medications are delivered transdermally and done effectively. Mm-hmm. Our skin can absorb uh, estimated about 80% of what you put on it. And so, you know, anything that you're putting on your body, in your body, in your home... You should have an awareness of exactly what's in there. It doesn't mean that every single thing you do has to be perfectly organic and completely clean, but you should at least be aware of the decisions that you're making um, and be aware of you know minimizing the amount of things that you're exposed to. And as you said, yes, the cosmetic industry is one that is less regulated. And even though it says natural may contain ingredients that are known um, endocrine disruptors and are potentially known carcinogens and are potentially known things that have negative impacts on health. And, um, you know, this is where if you trust policy advisors and the government to protect you, you're not going to get very far because, again, a lot of the policy is driven by special interest groups. So you look at the example of uh, BPA, bisphenol A, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, other, Canada and Europe had banned bisphenol A for, you know, a very long time. The United States kept saying, oh, no, it's no problem. The industry says it's safe. Well, most of the studies on it that were submitted for its approval of, of safety record, were done by the industry that was producing it and selling it. and the like government, GM? Yeah, the government was fine with saying, oh, okay, well, yeah, we'll accept your safety data on this, and we'll, we'll say it's safe. And people who were doing third-party independent studies, of course, who didn't have the money or the special interest influence, were saying, no, it's not safe. It's an endocrine disruptor. It's dangerous for kids. It can contribute to childhood obesity. Um, it can continue, contribute to insulin resistance. It can disrupt hormone balance in children. It's very dangerous, and it's related to plastics. And what are kids playing with all days now? Plastics. And what do, they, what do kids do with things that they touch? They stick them in their mouth. And so, you know, it took, I don't know how long, 10 or 15 years of third-party mm-hmm. people jumping up and down with research before, oh, yeah, you know what, that, that, that bisphenol A, that BPF, PPA stuff is actually pretty bad, so we're going to ban it now you know 15 I just, to 20 I think years. back
2: yeah. to all the baby bottles the baby bottle liners yep. the bottles that women pump their breast milk into yep. the I mean all the bottles that we drink water out of the juice yep. bottles I mean it's just you think about entire generation exposed yep.
1: to that Yeah and you just trust okay well if if the government says it's safe right because in a lot of ways our government does do a good job of maintaining food safety we don't have a lot of foodborne illness, the drug supply that we have in this country from a pharmaceutical standpoint is generally very safe and very reliable. And in a lot of ways, they do create health safety standards that we know if you travel to other countries, you wish they had some of the standards that we have in this country. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you do get sort of this this um, faith that, you know, if the government or, you know, these government organizations that are charged with certifying these things and saying they're safe says they're safe we believe it, you know, but the same thing happened with uh, trans fats, right? Oh no, no, they're safe. There, there's no there's no problems with it. You know, other countries are banning it. No, it's not allowed. We don't want it in our countries. Um, you know, and special interest group United States food industry saying, oh no, it's safe, it's safe. And they love it. It's cheap. It keeps their shelf their product shelf stable. Um all these things. And then finally, you know, after twenty years of people up jumping up and down government says well you know what it wasn't safe actually you know and it's not like it was new cutting edge research that came out that blew the lid off of it it had been a compilation of research over 20 years saying it causes hardening of the arteries and contributes to heart disease and you know is very dangerous and now Trans fats are, you know, pretty much banned in most places, even in the United States. So, and there's a ton of examples that go on and on like this. When you look at things that are introduced into our food supply, things that we put on our body, things that are used in agriculture for growing our crops that we eat. And, um, you really have to be a self advocate and, uh, really understand what you're ingesting and what you're consuming and be savvy about it. If you want to protect your health and protect the health of your, of your children.
2: And usually there are studies on both sides of the equation. And if you go back, you know, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years even, you see studies. Well, you go back to their war, uh, World War era, you see studies on that are coming out now that were done on saturated fats and actually showed um, benefits over polyunsaturated fats. And these are just studies that were suppressed at that time. And these things come out eventually. It takes a long time. Right. You know, all the things that we talk about in the health food stores and in our – naturopathic doctor's offices, and, you know, we we were, oh, that's just baloney, that's just a bunch of baloney, you're just fear-mongering, and it winds up coming out eventually that, that these things were true. Same is true about trans fats. There's, you know, there's a lot of um, propaganda, uh, economic propaganda around getting certain things into the food supply for yep. various reasons, you know, and it was about preservation, just like getting people to eat certain foods post-World War II was about getting them to eat the foods that were fortified with certain vitamins because there were real deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we were all eating out of our gardens and out of our kitchens and not out of boxes and cans and jars, then a lot of this would be a moot point. It wouldn't it wouldn't be an issue. You know, even food safety wouldn't be as much of an issue. But because we have so many things on the shelves and so many things processed and manufactured, even our supplements, it becomes much more of of a concern. And the, the issue of, like, um, safety studies is, is rife in the genetic modification world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you can really go down a rabbit hole if we wanted to talk about genetically modified crops, but the most recent topic is the salmon. And yeah. here's where policy makes, an, makes a problem because the FDA has a particular protocol, a particular policy that if a company can prove A, B, C, and D on safety and that certain, you know, protein or molecule or organism shows no physical difference from the original natural organism, then it can pass specifications and it can be allowed. And that's what happened with this genetically modified salmon that grows faster than your wild salmon is that the company was able to prove to the FDA specifications that there was really no measurable difference in the kind of protein that was coming from this salmon, how it looked under the microscope, how it came out and when you burned it all up into, you know, ash and calorically and amino acid content, that there was no difference. Mm-hmm. And so the FDA basically said we had to allow it because they met our specifications, they mm-hmm. met our standards. But... Here again is one of those like frankenfish things where they say, oh, you know, we have all of these measures in place to make sure it doesn't escape into the wild. You know, it's in Panama. It's in Canada. These are two places that are being raised. They're landlocked. They have no access to the ocean. You know, but we all have seen how that goes before in the past. You know, so what's going to happen? Are these things going to escape in the wild? Are some eggs going to escape? Is there going to be crossbreeding? Is there going to be a dilution of actual wild salmon um, DNA? I mean, who knows? who knows yeah. you know it's it's not just a question of what goes in our gullets you know what we eat and is that salmon as healthy for us i wouldn't eat farmed salmon that way anyway right you know so i'm not going to be eating it no matter what but then the other question is the agriculture itself how do you farm the salmon and what is the effect on the greater environment and on the global environment should you have cross contamination because i'm right. sure way back before 1996 all of the biotech companies were saying oh there's no way that this pollen is going to cross pollinate with native pollen and Mm -hmm. affect fields that aren't genetically modified and there's no way that's going to affect farmers who don't want to buy our seed and it's no problem right and now we see where that has gone yeah it's
1: been a big problem yeah nature finds a way it always does so um all right when we come back from the break amber let's kind of get into some of the nuts and bolts of what it means when you see an organic label slapped on a, on a product, whether it's a food product or a supplement product. I think um, it's a pretty complex topic and you know, you're know you going to sort that out for us, which I'm excited for because I'm not even sure. I always fully understand it. So this is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500. We're going to be back right after these words.
3: MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet,
4: MCTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary.
5: to the planet
0: Gero formulas available at
3: Village Green Apothecary. Are you under a lot of stress at work? Pressure from the boss, budget cuts, impossible workloads—it can all take a serious toll on your health. But we can help. Village Green Apothecary has everything you need for a healthier lifestyle: a wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 45 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I'm your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. Today, we've got uh, Amber Lynn Vietz on the phone with us today. She is a certified nutritionist in integrative nutrition, and she works with Garden of Life, which is a leading supplement manufacturer specializing in making whole food-based supplements and has one of the most extensive lines of organic-based supplements. In the last segment, we were just talking about some of the general concepts around organic and food industry and what you do with your body and things you put on your body and in your body. Today, Amber's going to help us, Amber Lynn's going to help us sort through like what it means when you see that uh, white and green sort of label with the black ring around it that says USDA Organic. And then sometimes you'll see that on something, but then another times you'll see something that says like Certified Organic by the Oregon Tilth or like some other type of organic certifying body. And it's, I mean, most people probably just see the word organic and they just say, oh, well, it's organic. That's fine. But there is some discrepancies in understanding um, what the labeling looks like and then understanding how that applies to food-based products and then carrying that over to how it applies to supplements is pretty much where the conversation is going to go in the next couple segments. So uh, Amberlynn, why don't you kind of help us understand a little bit more about some of the labeling aspects of organic and sort us through that?
2: Absolutely. So, this USDA organic seal, the green and white seal that you're talking about, um, to get that seal, uh, uh, a farm or a product or a manufacturing facility or a final finished product um, has to employ an independent certifier. There are more than 120 independent certifiers like Oregon Tilt, like EcoCert, like QAI, like QCS. Um, You can go on the USDA website and look up all of the independent certifiers, for example. So they have to employ a third-party independent certifier to come onto the farm or to go to the manufacturing facility or, you know, wherever this product is being harvested, grown, harvested, or processed in some way, and do all of the auditing to make sure that 95% or more of this product is, guaranteed certified organic according to those standards, which I'll go over, and that the other 5% has to be compliant with the National Organics Program product list. And so all of that can be looked up online. Things that are on the Natural Organics Program product list, you know, could be things that don't take up a lot of weight or space. Um, Natural flavors are a great example. So a lot of times you see something that everything is listed in the label as certified organic, and then it just says natural flavors. And there are certain natural flavors that are allowable. Um, And other things could be um, isolated vitamins and minerals, or it could be probiotics and enzymes, for example. Those are things that there isn't really a certified organic standard because they're not grown in the field, but there are allowables and and quality standards for those particular ingredients, and they don't take up nearly as much weight in the product. Um, Capsules still have to be a part of that 95%. Um, they, they tend to take up 7% of the weight of a product. So anything that's encapsulated, even if it's a cellulose capsule, often cannot get the USDA organic seal, even if all the ingredients in that capsule are certified. And so the standards for USDA organic and third-party certifier certification are you know, pretty obvious, the things we think we know, which is you don't use any genetically modified organism. There's no use of synthetic pesticides. Pesticides means herbicides, insecticides, and fungicides, all of those. Um, there's no you know, chemical fertilizers. There's no hormones or antibiotics. There's a uh, movement to preserve local and heritage crops you know, to maintain uh, biodiversity, enhancing the soil quality, making sure that the environment, obviously for the farmers, the workers, and the neighbors and the overall agricultural community, is safer and healthier. So all all of these are, are general um, specifications for um, certified organic. Uh, you're looking at the seed itself has to be organic. The soil has to be tested on the farm. It, you know, it's a full auditing that's done by these independent certifiers. And so the difference between having a USDA organic seal and then seeing a product that might say, you know, asterisk, asterisk, certify organic by Oregon TILF or ECOCERT or QAI or QCS, name one, is that if we're just talking about broccoli powder and it says, it doesn't have the USDA organic seal on it, but it says certified organic by Oregon TILF, that's really good enough because that's an independent certifier. They have to adhere to the same standards. They're doing the same audit that they would do for the USDA seal. But it's a single ingredient and it's not, it's typically, it's not a genetically modified ingredient. There doesn't need to be a non GMO project verified seal on it. You know, it's a simple single ingredient. But let's say that you have a veggie chip that has eight ingredients. And it so happens that the broccoli powder in there is certified organic by Oregon till and that can be written on the front of the label. But the other ingredients are not certified organic. You, as a consumer, pick up that. Bag of veggie chips, and you see asterisk, asterisk certified organic by Oregon Self, and you say, Oh, it's organic, certified, no problem. You have to look further. You have to look at the label and see, Oh, actually, the potato powder, the carrot powder, the beet powder, none of those are certified organic, just the broccoli powder was certified organic. You know, so we have to really read our labels. It's only when you get this USDA organic seal that you know. That 95% by weight of the ingredients are certified organic and the other 5% are compliant with certified organic. Mm-hmm. And that's why that seal is important. No matter what you believe about USDA, they are the ones that compile all of the auditing from those third party certifiers and make sure that it meets those specifications. And the other thing is that non GMO, though, to get the seal, you've basically checked a box. No, there are no GMOs, no genetically modified seed, no, no, you know, no feed used for the animals that this product is being certified, it's still not tested. And so that's where non-GMO project comes in. They will actually test a high-risk product, a product containing typically genetically modified ingredients um, for the presence of genetically modified DNA. And they'll also do a separate auditing to make sure that through the whole production chain, all of the um, supply chain, there's not typically genetically modified ingredients. Cornstarch, for example, would be uh, a red flag. Cornstarch, okay, that comes from corn. Corn is one of our biggest genetically modified crops, both for Bt toxin and for Roundup resistance. And so we need to test this product. We need to look at the supply chain and see if the corn they got it from was actually heritage and not genetically modified corn.
1: So even though the USDA organic label one of the standards that's supposed to be followed as a result of that label is no genetically modified organisms. It's not necessarily tested for that, versus if you see the non-GMO project seal, which a lot of people see often now, it's a little butterfly and a pretty blue and green seal. If that seal is on there, not only, you know, should they have met the standards, but the product has also been actually been third-party verified to not contain any genetically modified organisms. Is that correct?
2: Right, it's been actually tested. Right. Yes, exactly.
1: All right, versus the USDA organic seal, there's not specific. It's been said. It's been said, right, not actually confirmed. Right. Okay. All right. Well, that's super helpful to sort through all of that. I think, you know, laying out the idea that the USDA certification is a good label to look for is important. I think a lot of people, you know, because of times where they feel they've been let down by government regulating bodies in relation to their health and the, the food, supply, uh, food supply and food chain, I think um, having some faith in that seal is important. And it sounds like um, they compile all the data, and if that seal's on there, you know that the product is a little bit more regulated as far as everything that's in it being organic except for that 5% of compliant, other compliant ingredients, correct? Correct.
2: Correct. That's exactly right, Kevin, and and that's just it. And exactly what you said. Some people have lost faith, and I get that. Uh, I'm probably one of them. (laughs) But um, you you know, it's not the USDA that's going out there and doing all the work. It's those independent third party certifiers, and then they present their data to the USDA for that final seal. And so, you know, I I am not going to put down a company, a smaller company that. Doesn't want to invest the money to get the USD organic seal, but they've done the third-party verification. Uh, I, I'm absolutely okay with that if it's a simple product and their labeling is honest. Right. But we we have to teach consumers to read these labels, and that's very tough. I like I said, I still get duped. I still miss things sometimes where I'm like, wait a second, that one didn't have an asterisk, mm-hmm. and it's the main part of the formulation, you know, mm-hmm. or or when does it really matter? And, and and I think we have to be clear that your isolate vitamins and minerals that are not coming from food but the laboratory made, they, they cannot be certified organic, but you can have a product that has all those vitamins and minerals in it. And then everything else in there, all your vegetable powders, fruit powders, any kind of, um, you know, cornstarch or dextrose or anything else in there could all be certified organic. And you just have to be able to read the label to know that is true. Mm-hmm. And maybe the tableting technology could all be organic you know, so I'm not discounting any products that don't have this dual certification, but it is the quickest way, the easiest way for consumers to know that every measure that can be taken has been taken to make this the cleanest product possible and still give the efficacy that they need as a consumer.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, I don't think we have to get into it. It could be a whole other show. Hopefully people understand the importance of, you know, organic and why it's potentially a better product. We know that organic fruits and vegetables, well, most of the studies that I've seen, and I mean, I haven't really researched this super extensively, so you may have different data, Berlin, but I mean, a lot of the nutrients that they measure, so if they measure actually like vitamin C levels or they measure something like a zinc level or a mineral content, there hasn't been too much data to suggest that there's so many more nutrients in organic-based products, but what they have found, um, what they have been able to show is that there's increased levels of antioxidants and other plant polyphenols and chemicals that have some of the most significant health benefits are higher in organic plants and it makes you know total sense when a plant is grown organically and you're using you're not using synthetic pesticides and herbicides and fungicides the plant needs to have stronger natural defenses and I mean I studied environmental biology in in college as my as my major and I learned extensively about how plants protect themselves. And one of the main ways that plants protect themselves is by producing these compounds and these chemicals, which actually are somewhat toxic to insects. But when ingested by humans, that small amount of toxicity actually upregulates protection mechanisms in our body. So it will, let's say, upregulate the antioxidant pathways in our liver related to glutathione production and these master antioxidants, because in fact... Some things in broccoli are very slightly toxic. And with just that teeny little bit of toxicity, it's not enough to harm us, but it's enough to trigger our bodies to increase the protection mechanisms that then protect us from other oxidative and cellular damage and insults from our environment and injury and everything else in our brain that happens as a result of of human physiology. So when you have a plant that's organically grown, they tend to create more of these very unique plant Uh, phenols and phytochemicals, and that's something that we know is definitely higher in organically grown crops versus non-organic. So that's the benefit, one of the benefits that it gives you as far as getting a uh, more I don't want to say nutrients, but a bigger bang for your buck for what you're eating. And then, of course, there's the other side of it, what you're not getting, which are these synthetic pesticides and herbicides and fungicides, which are, you know, known a lot of them known carcinogens and can be very dangerous and very problematic and have been extensively studied to be linked to many different health conditions. And then, of course, there's the environment and this idea that if we continue to just spray our crops with herbicides and pesticides and dump tons of synthetic nitrogen on them to make them grow fast and look really plump and beautiful— but they taste horrible, and they don't have nutrients, and they completely de- deplete our soil. What are we leaving behind for our children, and what are we actually—are we leaving things better than, than we got them? And the answer is absolutely not. We are you know, completely exploiting the natural resources of our planet, and eventually we're going to run into some problems with that. And we'll probably figure out a way around it sometime or somehow, but there's going to be a long period of time where we won't, and it's going to be trouble. So when we come back from the break, Amberlynn, I'd love for you to, now that you've sort of explained some aspects of the food supply and the food chain, I'd love for you to transition the conversation a little bit to supplements and what it means when you see that certification on supplements. You touched on it a little bit, but I think there are some other nuances that are important for people to understand. So when we come back from the break, we're going to be discussing that. Don't go anywhere. This is Dr. Kevin Passera with the Essentials of Healthy Living, and we'll be back in just a minute.
5: Apothecary
6: and online at myvillagegreen.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths, offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.
4: Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body.
1: welcome back everybody to the essentials of healthy living here on am 1500 brought to you by the village green of Hath-Kari. I'm your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. Next week, my wonderful co-host, Dana Lake, will be back, so don't forget to tune in for her show. Today, we're talking with Amber Lynn Vietz. She's a certified nutritionist in integrative nutrition uh, and works for Garden of Life uh, as a uh, educator. They represent one of the cutting-edge natural supplement manufacturers that specializes in whole food based supplements, organic supplements, non-GMO supplements. They've really done a lot of Great cutting-edge work to help bring a whole new degree of um, nutrients to the table, which is um, very, very interesting and exciting. We've been talking about organic food, right? And Amberlyn, at the end of the last segment, I kind of had to wrap up, but I was talking about some of the benefits of organic. I don't know if you want to expand on that at all, or I'd love for you to also help us understand what it means when you see an organic label on a supplement, because I think that can sometimes be an even more confusing Thing to navigate because you're not just dealing with the actual food; you're dealing with sort of this more processed type of concentrate of food or minerals or nutrients. And so, you know, what does it exactly mean when you're seeing that on a on a product label?
2: Right. Yeah. Well, um, I think it's we we really have to get our listeners to answer this question. Like, have they decided that organic is important to them? And like you talked about before, voting with your dollars. You know, there's a few great resources um, that have come out to really help people understand why organic is important in your body. If you're a, an Internet person, you can Google the organic effect. There was a, a two-week um, test done on families in Sweden where they tested the entire family, their urine, their blood for the presence of, of, of pesticides and chemicals and showed them what those levels were, put them on all organic food for two weeks and then tested again and showed the difference. And that was like very convincing for families that ate pretty healthy but were like, I'm not convinced I have to spend the money all the time on organic. Showed them the difference. Mm-hmm. So the organic effect is what's that what that's called. And then there's a great article by it comes out under Nautilus about how Junk food is bad for plants, too, and it's by um, Anne Baclay and David Montgomery. And they talk about how, you know, this is what happened in the Green Revolution is we dumped nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium on plants. And they grew really fast, and you had bigger plants, plumper plants, a great yield, but they sucked nutrients out of the soil really fast. Mm -hmm. And the data that you presented, Kevin, is absolutely right. We haven't really shown, in the U.S. anyway, that nutrient content, vitamin and mineral, is actually higher in organic across the board, but the antioxidant levels absolutely are because they tend to be more stressed, and they produce, do they work harder? Mm -hmm. And plants that are overfed, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, are lazy. They're getting junk food, and they don't have to produce, and they're sprayed with pesticides, so they don't have to develop defense systems. And So they never create these polyphenols, these nutrients that have an effect in our bodies of simulating our immune systems as well and making us stronger as well. And there's that correlation between plant life and, and human life. And it's really funny because the these authors made the correlation that, you know, plants that are fed nitrogen, potassium and phosphorus and sprayed with pesticides basically are growing just as big and fat and lazy and unhealthy as we are as humans in this society when we are getting processed junk food all the time and medications to sort of keep us Mm -hmm. stable and alive, but not living an optimum, high-quality life. So if eating organic matters to you for these reasons, because you're protecting agricultural communities, because you're protecting biodiversity, because you're protecting a worker all the way across the world that farms your coffee so that they aren't sprayed with an airplane from above with pesticides, you know, if these things matter to you and it matters what goes in your body because you know that your urine and your blood levels will change if you eat organic, then it should matter in your supplement as well. And then again, it depends what kind of supplement you take. And with Garden of Life, we are a whole food supplement company. So we take food, we minimally process it at low temperatures to try to maintain as much of the living, uh, nutrient content as would be you'd be getting it from, from a garden. Not all of us have access to a garden. We want to take organic, garden-fresh produce and capture that nutrient content and not purify it out and deliver it to you in a stable, clean, safe manner where you get those nutrients better than you would from your produce aisle of your grocery store because all of our raw materials are taken straight out of the field and immediately handled and processed to capture that nutrient content. They're not left, you know, in a warehouse or on a truck for some extended amount of time. And Mm -hmm. that's really crucial. You know, when I think about Perfect Food Raw, which is our greens drinks, the grasses are harvested and juiced within 20 minutes. And then they're pumped with CO2 to protect from oxygen. And then it's spray dried very slow in dry Utah air, allowed to dry just in the uh, difference between the humid juice and the dry air doesn't get heated over 106 degrees because chlorophyll degrades at 108. And those nutrients, those nutrients, the chlorophyll, the micronutrients, the phytonutrients, the polyphenols are captured. And I know that the nutrient content of that is higher than if I go down the street to a juice bar where they've had that produce sitting in there for a week after getting it off a truck for two weeks. And I don't have a garden. And so I know that I'm getting better nutrient content from that jar of supplement green powder than I would from the juice bar down the road. And mm-hmm. and that's, that's, that's sad because that's the world we live in. Cause I don't have a garden. I can go to the farmer's market and at a certain times of the year and I can get good produce and use it up quickly. And, and that's ideal, but I don't always have access. And certainly our listeners don't always have access. So we choose to supplement because we're missing something in our diet. That's what supplement means.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And if your supplement is a whole food supplement, meaning it's, minimally processed, they take great care to make sure that the nutrients, the probiotics, the enzymes are all intact in that product, then it should represent what you would eat. It should be even better because it's taken. It's not just that you're eating one head of broccoli, you're eating 10 because you've concentrated it into this supplement. If you are talking about just a white capsule or powder or caplet or tablet of some kind of purified USP substance, Honestly, whether it was grown organically in the beginning or whatever, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter because it's been purified completely. There's never going to be a residue of pesticides. They test for that now. But you're still contributing to a system and an agricultural method that harms people mm-hmm. in the entire world. And we, we used to do this, you know, in, in, in um, practice. Doctors' offices, integrated physicians, chiropractors, acupuncturists, nutritionists, you have access to all these practitioner lines. And rice protein and pea protein have been used a long time because they're less allergenic. And only in the last five or six years has there actually been testing for pesticide residue. And most of those weren't organic. So this is one of my big beefs. This is an area that I'm very passionate about because usually people who are using these kinds of hypoallergenic products are the most sensitive Mm -hmm. And if they're not organic and they're not non-GMO, you don't know what you're getting in there. Mm -hmm. You really don't know what you're getting. Mm
1: -hmm. No, that's absolutely true. Um, So what does Garden of Life do with their products? Uh, I mean, you talked about some of the powders, but what about when you're looking at, like, some of the the tablets and some of the formulas when they're stamped or organic? I mean, I know that, um, like, the My—what is the— my kind organic. Yeah, the my kind organic. Can you explain that line a little bit? Because that's a really interesting thing. Well, my kind thing that you guys did. is
2: such a yeah, it's such a new innovative process. Not that the raw materials weren't out there for a long time. We we source first let me just say that as a company, we do not just hire another company to make a product for us. We actually do all of our own research and find our own raw materials to p- suppliers ourselves. And Basically, we may collaborate in putting together a formula, but we know what we're after based on the research we've done and and what we want to make and how we want to make it. And so we will find the best people in the world providing the best raw materials to make the product that we want. And so when we went, said, you know, it's time to look again into the possibility of making an actual um, food Derived multivitamin mineral, not one that has food in it, mm-hmm. along with a bunch of isolates, but one that actually comes from food and has all of the complexity of that whole food matrix. And so we contacted a company called Origenetics, um, and they, they happen to be located in India and in California. Their farms are in India, and I mean it's a highly scientific process, but it starts in the soil, and here's where. If you look to other parts of the world, you'll actually find soil that has higher nutrient content than our soil in the U.S. because we have not converted much back to organic, whereas there are many other places in the world that have a much greater percentage of their agricultural land converted to organic. And um, this farm in India is one of those places. It's farmed biodynamically, so nutrients are constantly being composted back into the soil. So the plants themselves are going to have not only higher antioxidant content, but higher nutrient content, which makes it more easy to concentrate that and extract that and standardize for those nutrients in a multivitamin. So there's a lot of science that goes into both determining which botanical species pull up the best nutrients and provide the most antioxidants um, and then how to extract it with only hot water and then how to evaporate that water off, distill it off, and Spray dry it without having to add anything to it, and mm-hmm. get just a pure, 100, literally 100% organic botanical food powder. And there are 10 botanicals that that are used. Um, you know, for example, amla, holy basil, guava, lemon, sesbania grandiflora, lantana camara. You know, there's there's 10 botanicals that we use specifically from that farm to make. Almost all of the nutrients in My Kind Organic. And then additionally, there's vitamin D3 derived from lichen from a company called VitaShine, which you can also find online. There's uh, K2 coming from Natto. There is iodine coming from actually certified organic sea kelp grown in Iceland. And then the only thing that has to be originally derived from an isolate is the B12. So mm-hmm. we start with the cyanocobalamin, which is your basic isolate B12. We actually bacterially methylate it into methylcobalamin, and then we grow it again in Grow Company in New Jersey in Saccharomyces cerevisiae so that it has a complex of lipids and carbohydrates and proteins that it would have in food. And so those are the additional ingredients. There's a bunch of fruits and vegetables in there as well from Van Drunen Farm. The company's called futureceuticals.com, and that can also be looked up online. But those fruits and vegetables contribute to antioxidant content, phytonutrient content, but not significantly to the actual vitamin and mineral mm-hmm. content of my kind. And then the tableting had to change because tableting has been one of those additional 5% things that, that you couldn't, that weren't compliant. With yeah, and Berlin
1: I think the tableting is an important um, thing to discuss. We, ha- we do have to take a quick break. When we come back, I'd like to finish up the conversation. I have a couple thoughts on, um, you know, my impressions of the My Kind product line. And I think we should also talk about the tablet aspect of it, because that's something that people often don't think a whole lot about, but is an important um, piece of what you're taking when you take a supplement. So uh, we're going to be back right after these words. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living. We'll be right back.
3: MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at
4: megafood.com. Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and Support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com.
5: For over 10 years, Nordic Naturals has been the world leader in crafting Omega-3 fish oils that are great for the body and for the planet. They work one-on-one with researchers and select fishermen to harvest only those fish species that are flourishing. With Nordic Naturals, you get all the benefits of Omega-3, a strong heart, clear eyes, and flexible joints, plus the reassurance that their products are environmentally friendly. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit nordicnaturals.com. Nordic Naturals committed to the planet committed to pure and great tasting omega oils
0: did you get enough lutein today to support eye health most americans consume only two milligrams per day yet populations with good eye health often consume six to twenty milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging vision optimizer from gero Formulas supplies lutein, zeaxanthin and 13 other vitamins phytonutrients and herbs that support eye health and function reduce eye fatigue and promote eye comfort for more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary.
6: Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths, offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well-being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530 0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500 brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I'm your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. We've been having a great discussion today with Amber Lynn Vietz, She is a certified nutritionist in integrative nutrition and works as a regional educator for the Garden of Life, and as I thought, given us a great overview today, great discussion about organic and what organic means. We talked about um, some of it on foods. We talked about some of it in supplement labels. In the last segment, we were talking about their My Kind supplement line, which I think is um, really pretty interesting, and it's definitely the most um, unique organic supplement I've seen on the market, and I've... You know, have a pretty good pulse on this stuff um, because it is actually the only one where the nutrients are actually derived directly from food. A lot of the other companies, they say they're food-based uh, simply by getting nutrients, having them be fermented by certain types of organisms wow. that then help them be more food-like. But these are actually nutrients coming from organic food um, like Amberlynn was discussing in the last segment. So I think that's really interesting. And for people that are really looking to try and take a supplement to improve their you know, availability of nutrients, but really want to do it from the most holistic food-based way, I don't know any other company out there that is offering a product like the MyKind line. Um, and I'm not allegiance to any one company in my practice. I recommend Garden of Life. I recommend professional companies, Thorn, Metagenics, Zymogen. I recommend sometimes um, other more retail-based companies like Mega Foods. I mean, I'm not in line with any one company, but I will say the My Kind Organics product by Garden of Life is really one of the most unique cutting-edge food-based supplements that I have seen to date. Um, and I'm sure Amber Lynn, you would agree with me. I don't think there's many other people really, really doing that. So, um, yeah, when we, when we talked about, um, you know, that you were about to get into tableting, which is kind of important because it's not just like what's in the supplement, but a lot of times they've got to, you know, you have to use some binders and fillers and flowing agents to actually manufacture these things. So it's not just a powder that people have to take. So it's a pill they can swallow, and I think um, your company developed some different strategies for helping to create a um, safer, more food-based type of uh, extract for tableting, correct?
2: Uh, Correct. I mean, you know, there's all these things that have been generally recognized as safe, you know, but if I I say them out loud, you're not going to want to eat them. You know, hydroxypropyl methylcellulose, microcrystalline cellulose. Basic calcium phosphate, you know, polyvinyl pyrrolidone, you know, these things are things, you know, it's like, do we want to eat these? Do we want to eat beetle uh, shells? You know, do we want to eat floor wax? And um, these are things that have held tablets together and made them flow on the machinery for years, and they've been accepted. And we just wanted to break that apart, and we wanted to use all organic ingredients that – you know, allow it to be bound and allow it to flow on the machinery and allow it to break apart in your gastrointestinal system, allow it to go down smoothly, not get stuck in your throat, but are just foods. you know, so we're using organic brown rice, we're using organic gum arabic, we're using organic sunflower lecithin and organic sustainably farmed palm oil and organic potato starch and just food ingredients. It's very simple. It's written on the label. And you just don't see that. You just mm-hmm. don't see that out there. And, and these tablets hold together, but you can actually bite through them with your front teeth. You could drop them in water and let it dissolve and drink it like a tea if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And that, that is just really innovative and new. I mean, I prefer to get things in a powder form because then you don't have to worry about a tablet at all. And that's where all of your protein powders, your greens powders, you know, your medical foods and things like that are great. You don't have to have a delivery system. But when you've got to have a tablet or you've got to have a capsule, developing this clean tableting allowed us to make a multivitamin mineral formulation that could be USDA organic certified and non-GMO project verified, because it was independent of the capsule and independent of the restrictions of tableting.
1: Yeah, that's great. It's uh, definitely another sort of cutting-edge thing that that uh, you guys have developed, and I think it's a, a really great idea. So we're about out of time. Um, Amberlyn, so any like wrapping up thoughts on our conversation today? I thought it was insightful and I really appreciate your insights and in helping us understand labeling and what it all means and helping us, you know, get a handle on all this.
2: Yes, I really appreciate the opportunity to explain that to people and I just encourage our listeners to if you if organic is important to you in your food, then it should be Eat twice, three times, four times, ten times is important in your supplement because your supplements are concentrated foods if you're choosing food-based supplements. And so you really have to look at what kinds of ingredients are in your supplements and determine if organic is important. You know, if it's just magnesium oxide, it's not going to make that much of a difference. But if you're talking about multiple nutrients from a food source, it's extremely important, extremely important, because if you've got pea protein and it is not organic, It is going to be sprayed with glyphosate to ripen it. It's going to be sprayed with a fungicide. You're not going to get around that. And that's going to be in your final product, for example. It's extremely, extremely important. Mm
1: -hmm. All very, very good points. And so, um, you know, be a savvy shopper. Hopefully this was a good starting education for understanding what organic means and what it means for your supplements. The Village Green is a great resource. If you have questions, you can stop in. You can find all of the Garden of Life uh, products, including the My Kind line, at the Village Green, as well as many other products. And we've got wonderful well-educated staff members that are willing to help you and answer any questions that you have around some of these different issues. Amber Lynn, really appreciate you being on the show with us today. It was great having you. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. All right, everybody, that wraps up the show for today. Thank you for tuning in. This is Dr. Kevin Pacero with The Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, and I will see you all in a few weeks. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.
3: Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside of the Beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists are here to advise you about creating your very own individualized healthy living plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, 5415 West Cedar Lane, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.